0: Hey guys and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Andre Marie and I am your host. Ooh, that sounds a bit posh, in it? <laughs> anyway, welcome back to my podcast. I have had a very amazing night. Um, I went to a friend of mine, shout out to Pat's baby shower and I always really enjoy going to her baby, sh- her events or parties or whatever, because she's surrounded by such friendly, such beautiful people. And you know when you go to when you go to different to an, someone's events or someone's parties, and you get to know her circle, and you might only see them once or twice a year, but you really enjoy interacting with them. That's what that's like. She's. Surrounded by great people, and I really enjoy interacting with them. They're super friendly, and as the years have gone on, we just, you know, get on really well. So I really enjoy being around them. So I always try to make an effort to go to her events. And I really like Pat and her hubby and her kid, soon to be kids. So yeah, so that was my night last night. We ended up talking about, you know, SPAC Nation and different topics and um religion and stuff like that and those are not always subjects that I get into because you know you want to avoid kind of hurting people's feelings and people are have such strong passionate conversations about it sometimes it's really hard to get your point across but I felt that yesterday it was such a great and open space to have a conversation. There was no conclusion. It was just people sharing their opinions. And I really, and again, it goes back to my point about that group of people being the group of people who listen. And even though they may argue, no one is rubbishing your opinion. No one's telling you to shut up and no one's telling you... So I really like that sort of environment because I'm not always the most articulate person and I'm not always the kind of person who gets involved in those um sort of conversations but I'm learning to voice my opinion a lot more so yeah so anyway I really enjoyed the fact that I was able to speak and I didn't feel judged I just felt like I was with great people that really has nothing to do with anything <laughs> um I just wanted to give a congrats to Patty um on a upcoming baby but also it was speaking within the group also made me realise that I'm. I've been concentrating on hair for a really long time, and it's it's not a bad thing. Um, it's become my professional thing, and it's also become where my knowledge really is at. But I used to read a lot. And when I have those kind of conversations, I realise, you know what, I have opinions, but I would like for some of my opinions to be a bit broader because I obviously either listen or watch or read so that I have um, more of a background of what I'm talking about. So yeah, so it just gave me also the drive to want to take a moment and read some books. Important books about our history, important books about, you know, different subjects that I'm actually really interested in, but I don't make time for. So, yeah, random, but that was the whole point of me mentioning that is that I really want to get back into reading. And I've got at least 17 books sitting looking at me right now as I'm talking, and I haven't opened even one of the pages. So, I'm going to try and at least try and read a chapter a day um, from the book that I'm currently reading because one of the things that I really enjoy is reading so let's get into our episode today episode today is business related my next episode is, is probably going to be about um my birth story because I haven't shared it but this episode today is my 10th episode so small clap for the people them. I am really happy that I've actually reached 10 weeks. It's been a struggle. I was locked out of my um, my hosting site for some strange reason because I couldn't remember my password and I just couldn't get it. So I missed last week, but I've uploaded two episodes. But it's just, it just seems so strange to me that I could not remember my password and I wasn't being let in for some strange reason. My computer was moving mad. But anyway, all is sorted and... We are on episode 10. I am recording my 10th episode. So I'm really happy that I've actually stuck through with this whole podcast thing. And I was thinking, you know what, I shouldn't... I don't know if I'm going to continue it, but I really like, you know, podcasting and talking and speaking on my week and whatever, and the lessons that I've learned. So I'm going to continue. This week, I want to share... Some of the things that I've learned along the way um, about kind of knowing my self-worth and also just getting started with a business, um, whether it, you're an entrepreneur or whatever it is that you're doing, you're passionate about, I think my life would have been even more fantastic and moved on, moved along a little bit more if I was surrounded by more supportive people and I was surrounded by more supportive people, but maybe if I had a mentor, I realized that I didn't have a mentor until pretty much like five years into me um doing hair and then I lost him because he moved um away like maybe two years after that. So I've been I've been in this jungle by myself. And I, I get great advice from different people, but again, and I want to be someone's mentor. Do you know what I mean? Like I I tell the girls at work, you know, I want you to be the best person that you can be. So find a mentor that has your best interests at heart. Find a mentor that is, that will give you access to them. You know what I mean? And anyways, so I thought I'd share, i got this idea from last episode. I thought I'd share um 10 things that i've learned with a little bit of background so that you guys can maybe it, it might help somebody i don't know but these are things i wanted to get off my chest because again there are loads of things out there and i find that um having a little bit of advice you can have advice from everything and i listen to a lot of things that give me advice but it always takes one person that I, I don't know, maybe I'm more, I feel like I'm, I'm, I can relate to more, and then bam, everything that they say I listen to, so there's a lot of information out there, and if you're in a position like me, and you want to find out some information about some stuff, or you want to see what motivates me, or you want to see what, whatever it is, I hope this helps, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm speaking my truth, I'm, this this podcast is more for me so to the people that listen thank you so much and thank you for riding with me to this episode I know I haven't been the greatest at upkeeping it for the for the last I'm going to say five weeks but that is something that is going to change because I'm not about that life I don't want to be a waste man in this podcast game you get me so let's get into our quote of the week I've got two for you guys my first quote is good businesses lead good blah, blah 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 what happened what happened there good business leaders create a vision articulate that vision passionately own the vision and relentlessly drive it to completion and that's by Jack Welch and my second quote is a small business is an amazing way to serve and leave an impact on the world you, in the world that you live in That second one speaks to me more because I consider myself a tiny business. I consider myself a small business. I consider myself a business um, who is trying, I mean, to deliver to the service industry, i.e. my clients, a better um, experience altogether. Every day that's what I'm striving to do. Every day that I am a hairdresser, I am striving to do that until I am as close to perfect as I can be as a business. And once I feel that I have hit that, I will want to grow my business. And the reason why I say that is because people are your business to me and it, tra- it takes great training to be at a certain level of anything and even when you reach a new level you're still at the beginning of that level and when I what I mean when I say that is I would say I'm at an intermediate level of owning my business I'm not going to say intermediate level of any business but just owning Maison Style I am at an intermediate level I've left the starter level and I have I think I I feel like I've hit all the levels of the stresses and all of that stuff and all the things that I need to learn. That was like the first two years of me learning the business. Now I'm at the intermediate level and I feel like I've hit the middle ground level of the intermediate level. So every level that you hit, you have the start point and you have the end point before you get to the other level. I feel like I've hit that intermediate level because I'm getting to know the business more. There's things that I just know will happen. I know, do, do you know what I mean? I've become... an um, Somewhat often I'm becoming, should I say, an expert in my field. And that's only because I've hit this level. Um, my base level was when I was obviously learning and then I've I've gone up the rank since. And now I've gone into a new game completely, which is um, owner. And I'm still juggling being a hairdresser. And I don't think I've hit the top of my game as a hairdresser. I think I'm still at a high level, but there's still higher to be reached. So it's all about perfecting my game, perfecting myself and delivering that to... Florence and Beverly, for example. Once I feel that they've hit a certain level, then we can move forward to the next point. And there's certain things that I want them to learn because I see that in them as pers as pers- as people, and I want that to be. I want them to be uplifted through that to make them the best hairdressers that they can be, and also prep them to be business people because I do think that if you have an entrepreneurial mind, it makes working within a business or being whatever it just makes it so much easier it makes you um more important to any company that you go into do you get what I'm trying to say some like I said you know um I feel like me having this also helps me articulate what I'm trying to say a lot easier because I find explaining myself And words sometimes are just so hard for me, but I'm working through it. So, yeah, so that quote always hits home for me because it's a quote that I have. um, I have it written down and it's so important to me because that is in a nutshell what I want to do. Um, And for me, impact the world is basically obviously impacting my clients. And yeah, let's start with my quick tips. Number one, if you're thinking of starting a business, just start. Just start. Just start. Don't make any excuses. Don't think, oh, I need to have the money to. Don't think, oh, I need to, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need... Just start. Stop making excuses and just start. Everything that you're thinking of not doing it because of or whatever it is, is fear. Just start. Number two unsubscribe to anything or anybody who tells you that you're going to do a 360 and be a millionaire in one go on a level though if you do let me know because i want a piece of that but on all in all seriousness it is so important that you realize that a business is um it's a working process so you might not hit i don't know what whatever it is that you want to hear straight away. I know some businesses and some people are extremely, I wouldn't call it lucky, but they work extremely hard and an opportunity comes and and their business just flies immediately. But that's not the case for every business. It's not been the case for me. Everything that I've done has had an an impact in my life, but I've had to work through it. I cannot, I've not become this, I know, I'm not a YouTube sensation. I'm someone who's worked. I've been on YouTube for over 10 years. And because of my lack of interest to be out there like that, I've only hit, what, 50K followers now. And that's after 10 years. I know people who have come, surpassed me, and, you know, utilised that to do big things. And it's because I was concentrating on other things. And I And I see that, and I feel like those people were... You know, they did well for themselves, but they had an opportunity. Or maybe they had something that people were more interested in. Whatever it is, I also say that I wasn't interested in that as well. People, you have to focus on something and keep at it. But don't think that you can have a business and it will give you 100 million by the end of the year. That's not what's going to happen. Number three, you see freebies They're not going to help you become, (laughs) they're not going to help you. They're just, I don't even know what I was going to say, but they're not going to help you to um, reach a wider audience. Freebies are only going to help you stay poor. Um, Be a brand that you believe, be a brand and believe in yourself. Um, set your marketing aside, if you can, to what you can afford and set it as a standard until you can afford more. So an example of that would be that I don't do hair for free. I didn't do hair for free at all. Um, I don't care if you're an influencer. I don't care who you are because, not because I need to get that money, but you know what, I feel like I wanted to showcase what I can do a lot of of the people who found me that may have been influencers or whatever, they found me through um YouTube and I felt like, okay, well, if you can find me through there, then, you know, I don't have to do your hair for free. Why should I do your hair for free? You seeked me out. Um so that that was um my idea of it. I mean that now as a business there might be one or one or two people that I use as um, the face of the salon, for example. So you would get maybe things done for free, but pay me for my work. And that's the mentality that you kind of need to have. If you want to, fine, but you're going to see that if you are giving everyone something for free, and I mean everyone, you're not going to earn anything. People People are going to know you. But you're not gonna be earning anything and that's not cool. Number four, is it? Um, be your own model. Be your own model. An example of that is um a lot of these, a lot of these amazing YouTubers who have blown up people like Jackie Ina, um, Shayla, um Beauty by JJ, Patricia Bright, um. whether it's the beauty world or even, like, I think I follow a lady called um, Tierra Monet, who is a hairdresser, but a lot of the things that she did, she did on herself to get her clientele. You know, she used to do videos on herself and the idea was, if you can do these amazing things on yourself, then <laughs> what are you going to be able to do on me? So... Be your own hype man. Be your own model. Or grab one of your family members and let them be your model. You know, everyone has family members. Everyone has people. And when I say people, whether it be your best friend, whether it be whoever it may be, if it can't be yourself, find a model, find a muse and use them. Even if that person is in every video, because what, that shows consistency anyway. So... Don't wait to look for models. If you're into makeup, use yourself as a model. If you're into hair, use yourself. Use your little sister. Use your mum. Use whoever and get creative on that person. Uh, Number five. um, Is this even number five? Let me just call it my next point. My next point is stop doing the extraordinary for people you don't know. They will not appreciate it. It's not worth it one bit. It's not, it's not worth it. Do it for the people who do appreciate it. Ask anybody. I used to do, I used to go above and beyond for my clients. Yeah. In the first year of, um, and I'll give you an example. When I was pregnant, in the later part of my pregnancy, I was tired. I was anemic. I was tired, but I was working because I wanted to. And I had a client who I've never met who had bought some extensions and she wanted to come into the salon on... Because we open on a Tuesday. So she had booked an appointment for a Tuesday. And she bought some extensions on our online store. She has then called in and she's like, look, I can't make it on Tuesday anymore because I have something to do. I'm graduating on the Wednesday. So I want to come in. I want to come in at Tuesday at a later time. And you know, I was I was um well I couldn't I couldn't open Tuesday at a later time because I was tired and I knew what that would do to my body for the next day of work. So I said, you know, I can't, I cannot come, I cannot open the salon past 6pm when we have late open, we have late nights. We, you know, I have two late nights which are for people who work and want to do their hair after work. And Tuesday isn't one of those days. I can't change my hours for a first time client. Um, These are the hours available. This is what I can do. But what I did say is on a Wednesday, the salon opens at 11. Because we open late, we open a little bit later on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So I said to her, well, I can come in on the Wednesday. And obviously she was graduating. So she was like, no, that doesn't work for me at all. Is there no way you can come in on on the Tuesday? Now, I feel it's very cheeky. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't dare ask somebody to do that so my proposition was you know what because this is something that is completely out of your hands and you have called us way before you know in time to kind of sort this issue out I am willing um because she wanted her extensions ASAP and I said well we've ordered them in they normally take um a few days to come in just because we didn't have them in stock but because you ordered so last minute they probably will be here Tuesday um but again I wasn't working on a Tuesday, and no, I was working on a Tuesday, but I just said, again, I can't, like, your extensions will be here, but there's not, you can even get your hair done on Tuesday, but you're saying that you can't. So once your extensions arrive on a Tuesday, I will have them here for you, and we can meet some, you can come and pick them up at the salon, and if you like, I will reimburse your deposit for your weave, and you can go elsewhere to get your hair done on that Tuesday. And she said, no, 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 I would like for you to do my hair. So for me, I felt that, okay, this is somebody that wants me to do their hair. So she she was very, we had like a long discussion, yeah. And a lot of the discussion was her asking me to, to basically stay back after work. And I just said to her, you know what, I. it's not something I'm willing to do. I'm pregnant, I'm tired and... I want to finish at the time I'm supposed to finish. And it's not because I'm not going to do something extra. You can't ask someone to open a shop for you. There's certain things I will do for my clients, but unfortunately at this present time, I can't do that. However, I can open up the shop a little bit earlier tomorrow and come in earlier so that you can get your hair done because I understand that this is not this is something that's out of your hand. I came in to work and I think I said to her I would come in at 10 And she said, can't you come in at nine? I said, no, I can come in at 10 because I have two clients who have booked in, you know, they're booked in a good two two months ago and I can't prioritise you over them. But what I can do, I can make space for you by coming in early. And I physically can't get here for 10 o'clock because I've got prior engagements that I can't cancel. So anyway, I got to work around 9 30 and you know, I ate my breakfast. She was waiting, you know, and she came in after I ate my breakfast, I started her off straight away. I told her the weave was gonna take a little bit longer just because I said if you come in and all I have to do is obviously wash your hair and do all of that stuff, it's not gonna it's gonna take me an hour and a half to finish your hair. However, I once my clients who have booked their appointment at eleven come in, I will start them just because this is a favour that I'm doing to you. But I need them to also know that their time is respected because they can't change their times because they've come from somewhere else. Quite far, actually, if I remember correctly. They came from quite far, I think, like past Manchester or something to get their hair done. So I I pre-warned her about all of this, came into the shop, did her hair once they arrived I put their treatments on and I continued their hair you know that this woman was so angry and so annoyed it was almost like I never told her what I was going to do she didn't even say goodbye when she left she was so annoyed at the fact that she wasn't finished at the time that she wanted to be finished and the thing is it's like I finished her hair altogether in an hour and a half but I think when she came in she had K in something that we didn't agree on Um, I can't remember what it was because it was a while ago but she had something that we didn't agree on and it took me a little bit longer to do but still her weave was finished within an hour and a half but she did have a waiting time when the ladies came in for me to put on their treatments which which took me roughly about 20 minutes so she was in the shop maybe like close to two hours now I finished her hair I said to her your hair's going to take an hour and a half for me to do but if I have anything extra to do i.e. if you want curls blah 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 it's going to take me Altogether, about two hours. It took me an hour and 45 minutes to finish her hair altogether. And this woman didn't even say thank you when she left. In fact, she was so rude that for, for like, my clients that were in the shop, who were also first-timers, were like, oh, she was ungrateful. And it wasn't... And I say this story to tell you. I've had... I've got at least 12 examples of situations like this where I've gone above and beyond, whether I've opened the shop a little bit earlier or um, when I was working in, my other, in the other shop, I was doing things, staying back after work. And these people could not care less. There's a saying on Instagram where it says, um, hairdresser tells you, oh, I'm sorry, I've just fallen down and broken all my limbs. I won't be able to work tomorrow. Clients answer, Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, but will you still be able to um, do my hair tomorrow at 3pm? Clients just want to get their hair done, yeah? Come rain or shine, that's what they want to do, in my experience. Only a few really care about you. Only a few really appreciate you doing something for them. So I have learned to pick very wisely when I do things for clients, because that day I was so annoyed with myself because I wasn't feeling great, but I left my house early. I came into work um, and I remember I had really bad pelvic floor pain and I came into work and did something that I, from the goodness of my heart, and it was slapped in my back in my face. And having said that, I also should mention that this lady was also pregnant. So when she came in, I automatically felt like, oh, I completely understand what you're going through. But she could not have cared less about my situation. So I tell you this story to tell you to stop doing, again, the extraordinary for people you don't know and probably won't appreciate it reserve your energy as much as you can do good because that's what that's who I am at the core I would love to do good for people but do it wisely my next point is get yourself a good accountant and listen to him listen to everything he says pay your VAT pay whatever it is that your accountant tells you to do whatever loopholes you can jump where I would also probably interview a few accountants before you settle for one um but get yourself a very good accountant you know i'm super super happy with mine he has made me savings and he has made my life super super easy my next point also is get yourself a good team or suffer the consequences if your business is some is a business that needs a team get yourself a good get good people around you get get people around you that going to help you thrive but you can also help thrive um a good business for me is about people and if you are going to bring people in you need to make sure that you treat them well my next point investing yourself and i've spoken about this on a previous episode uh, putting that money for yourself putting that money for yourself putting that money into yourself invest in your craft invest in your business invest in yourself don't try to take money from the business um very early on you have to invest it back all the money that I earned as profit in the first year of my business went back into my business to make it better which meant that I myself didn't have a lot of loose cash. In fact, like I said before, I wasn't earning anything close to what I was earning before. But I always made sure that my business had and wasn't lacking. When we first opened the salon, we had run out of money. So the salon had to make the money so that we can buy and upgrade things. Um when we had basic mirrors, I had a basic shelf. And then once I could put back into it, get workers into to fix the new shelf in or put in new mirrors that I could afford or, you know, get that better sink that I wanted. Those are the things that I did for the business. Now, for my own craft, I just kept on upgrading my skills, um, like I said, I in the first year I definitely had to concentrate on becoming more of a manager um but now I'm back into trying to get back into investing back into my craft and it's helping so much more don't go wild on marketing and this is probably the point where people are just like don't go wild on marketing you know Don't do it. Don't go wild. Remember what I said, don't go wild on marketing. Do your marketing, but don't go wild. Do what you can afford. Do what you can afford. Work on making getting better on yourself. Work on your business getting better. Work on your delivering a service in a timely manner. I remember when... (laughs) clients used to come to mine who'd known me from obviously um the previous salon. They were like, Are you not gonna get into competitions? Are you not gonna are you not gonna be um doing competitions and um trying to win them like you did last time I was like, No, that's not unfortunately that's not what I'm aiming for. Because you can have all the flipping awards in the world where people come to your salon they have a terrible experience so i'm trying to work on making sure that my salon doesn't deliver a terrible experience and then i will start trying to get the accolades that's what i'm i'm practicing for i want everyone in here to be skilled enough so that when we win when we win and we will win when we enter competitions and we win we are a good rounded team and I got that from one of my favourite films um, Remember the Titans with Denzel Washington about a football team um, a black and white football team that were put together when um, integration happened oh god my, my nose is so blocked and They were always talking about how they were perfect on the field. That's my motivation, you know. I want us to be perfect as a group of hairdressers. In that salon, I want us to be a perfect group of hairdressers. I don't care about all your flaws as a person. I don't care about anything else. But if people talk about me, if people talk about the business, I want them to talk about how great we are as a team. That's what I want and how we respect your time and how we respect the people in there and how it's nice and you know that's what i want to be said that's the reputation i want for maison style so that's it so yeah i never i used to care about me i tried at one point i don't think it I, it lasted too long but I, I cared so much about yeah we have to make sure that people know who we are yes you do but it doesn't have to be some um it doesn't have to be some long thing. You don't have to go around spending thousands and thousands of pounds on, on, on your marketing when you don't even have the money for it. Just do small. Just do the best you can. Trust me, people are watching. And my last point is love what you do. Because everything I just said will not matter if you don't love what you do. So love what you do. Love what you do, care about what you do. Whatever affection you want to attach to it, do that because it will help you so much so that's it I know I've chatted for a long time you know it feels like I've been talking for a really long time but you know 10th episode and that so yeah I hope you've enjoyed this episode thank you so much for tuning in with me and I will see you and I will see you I will speak to you on my next episode peace